1942, the second Nisqually Dam project began in the western foothills of Mount Rainier, Washington State. Construction lasted through World War II, and workers poured the last bucket of concrete in September 1944. Then 17-year-old David Thurison worked hauling those buckets of concrete to help complete the new dam. He was a high school senior and worked at the cookhouse, an outdoor kitchen for the dam workers' camp in the tiny town of Alder, Washington. Before the dam was completed, Thurison was drafted into military service. By the time he returned from the war, his home, the town in which he'd made countless childhood memories running from the schoolhouse to the candy shop with his sister Thelma, had completely vanished. I'm Eric Ebel, your fearless field guide through the history, heritage, and culture of the greatest state in the lower 48. Welcome to another episode of the Washington Hour Home Podcast. A few years back, I had the opportunity to take a group of Cub Scouts on an overnight adventure into those same foothills. And what I discovered piqued my curiosity so much that I decided to take the boys on a hike through history to see what we could learn about Washington's storied past. Alder exists today as a census-designated place in Pierce County, western Washington. Its population was 227 at the 2010 census. The community is located along the shore of Alder Lake on State Route Highway 7 near the entrance to Mount Rainier National Park. Community members established a post office there in 1902, which remained in operation until 1975. The community was named for the alder trees near the original town site. Wait, original town site? Is alder not in its original location? What happened to the original town of Alder? Why would the town's first inhabitants up and move their entire municipality? Let's dive into this ghost town edition of the Washington Hour Home podcast as we explore the streets of Old Alder to see what remnants of the past we can uncover. Before we dig into Alder's past, let's take a look at its present. Situated on the north shore of Alder Lake, today's community of Alder is 41 miles southeast of Tacoma, just outside Eatonville. Tacoma Power's Alder Lake Park offers expansive campgrounds and access to Alder Lake, a popular fishing, swimming, and boating destination. Sunny Beach Point features a swim and sunning area, a picnic shelter, and 20 picnic sites with tables and grills. The stocked lake is open year-round and offers kokanee, coastal cutthroat, large and smallmouth bass, yellow perch, black and white crappie, and brown bullhead catfish. In the summer, the water can sometimes appear milky due to a fair amount of glacial silt coming down from the Nisqually Glacier. The surrounding hills are full of timber and minerals, which is what drew the earliest settlers to the site in the first place. Pioneers established Alder in the late 1800s in the Nisqually River Valley. Alder Creek ran right through the middle of town, which grew steadily since Martin Holes and his wife first platted it on December 19, 1905. Four years later, it consisted of two general stores, two hotels, a livery stable, a fraternal hall, a church, one saw and shingle mill, and two logging camps, and had enough undeveloped resources surrounding it to support a large city. The Alder Mill shut down in 1911, and just a year later caught fire and burned to the ground. A small shingle mill went up in its place, but soon ran out of cedar, and many of the men employed by the mill moved away. Another small mill in the northwest corner of the town employed about two dozen men, 
including about a dozen Japanese immigrants who lived in a bunkhouse that used to belong to the first Alder Mill. Few remember what it was like growing up in Alder before it became a ghost town. But Furcrest resident Thelma Gilmer does. She spent her childhood years in Alder and remembers taking classes in the schoolhouse on the hill. Near the school, Gilmer remembers, was Grandma Wackerly's house, a nickname given to the nice lady who occupied it. Gilmer remembers Grandma Wackerly used to come out during recess and call Thelma and her brother David over for warm cookies. Children went to the Alder School through the 8th grade, then to high school in Eatonville. But in 1942, all that changed. Thelma remembers back in those days that dams were good things because they provided communities with power. Her older brother David went to work at the construction site for a time but got drafted during World War II. By the time he returned, his hometown was gone, submerged beneath the reservoir created by the dam, now known as Alder Lake. David remembers first seeing the area upon his return from duty, recalling that floating logs covered a good third of the new lake. There was nothing left of the town that you could see, he said. Fortunately, before the water came, the townsfolk hauled several buildings out of the town to higher ground, an area that would become Alder's new location about a mile away. Part of the old Alder school building now stands along Highway 7 and serves as the Alder Community Club. Alder children go to Columbia Crest Elementary School in nearby Ashford and Middle and High School in Eatonville these days, a church from the first Alder stands in the new Alder, and a store at the entrance to Alder Lake Park serves as the center of town. Alder Lake covers 3,065 acres when it's full, stretching into Pierce, Thurston, and Lewis counties. The Tacoma Power Nisqually River project produces enough electricity to power about 41,000 homes, and each fall the lake is drawn down to a low enough level that the small island in the middle once again becomes a hill atop which a schoolhouse once stood. The receding waters reveal concrete steps that led from the old school to what used to be a business district at the bottom of the hill. The lake bottom is filled with silt and hundreds of exposed tree trunks. Some are several feet in diameter and several feet tall, and at least one near the island has visible notches cut into the side where long-forgotten lumbermen would stick planks in order to climb higher to fell the tree. And when the lake is low enough, Alder Creek flows once again, meandering across the lake bed and snaking through the remains of an old railroad trestle. Before the power company built its dam, Thelma Gilmer remembered the children of Alder took turns altering the flow of that creek. Boys would make a dam, and then girls would make a dam, eventually creating a pool deep enough to dive in. Children used to fish in the creek and eat lunch along it, she said. It was a nice little town. It's been more than half a century since Alder was submerged behind the dam, creating the seven-mile-long Alder Lake Reservoir. But in the fall and winter months, a visit to the lake might reveal building foundations and rusted-out remnants of once-underground pipes connecting shops in the former business district. Closer to the waterline, embedded in the muck, I found a lady's shoe from a fashion era long since past, as well as an engine block to a Model A Ford peeking up beneath the water's surface. Old tires and unidentifiable pieces of rusty machinery can be found sparingly throughout the area, and if you're lucky, 
The railroad trestle that once carried iron horses over Alder Creek through the middle of town will be visible once more. Some explorers have found pottery and dishware uncovered at the town site, and I have no doubt that more is waiting to be unearthed by amateur archaeologists. Just remember, if you stop for a visit the next time you're on your way to Mount Rainier, to leave anything you find in its place so it can be discovered anew by the next budding historian. Take only pictures and leave only footprints, lest the ghosts of old Alder be roused by your curiosity. That wraps up today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to the Tacoma News Tribune, GhostTowns.com, and Washington's Department of Fish and Wildlife for providing the research materials for this episode. If you're streaming this online, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. You can find links to do that, as well as to my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts, all on the website, WashingtonOurHome.com. There's also pictures of some artifacts I discovered in Old Alder on the Flickr and Pinterest pages. And, and, I've got Washington-themed gear available now, so be sure to check out the selection. T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, posters, canvas wall art, cool neckties, those are my favorite, and more. All available at the website, www.washingtonourhome.com. Next week, we're going to figure out how a rusted hulk of sun-bleached metal was once an ocean-going ship, the pride of the U.S. Navy, that was said to fly over the waves. What was it? Who developed it? And how did its final resting place become the shores at the mouth of the Columbia River? Until then, I'm Eric Ebel, and I'll see you somewhere in Washington. <laughs>